What you are about to hear is opinion and conjecture that does not reflect the true opinions or actions of individuals mentioned. All named activities are alleged and discussed while under the influence and are inadmissible in court. Enjoy the show. Ladies and gentlemen, this is your captain speaking. We've now reached cruising altitude and I've turned off the seatbelt signs. Now prepare to get lifted with your hosts, Cushman Bonglegs and Matt GZ. Welcome back to Cruising Altitude, episode five. Is it here with the famous co-pilot Matt GZ? How you doing? Oh, flying in blue skies today. Yeah, and in the absence, we are going to be missing our famous DJ Slush Puppy. But DJ Slush Puppy. So tell me, what are you? What are we aiming to do today with all these dabs? All these dabs inside these jars, bro. It's Sunday. We're looking to sit back cruise as high as we possibly can and enjoy what looks to be a plethora of delicious various different formats of cannabis that we got on the table in front of us today in the words of the great zero i accidentally got the sauce i ain't even trying to drip but we will be dabbing today we got some great bho's of some what i would declare uh, i guess hype beast strains uh, most of them. Some power hitters out there. Uh, we got some good flour, too. So we're just going to be kicking back, man. We were just arguing about stuff. and But today, the real thing to celebrate is I finally got my hands on some more isopropyl alcohol. And I actually cleaned this bong for the first time in months. Wow. I mean, t- I, talk here, about here, a, a scarce for... commodity that's been impossible <laughs> Dude, to find that's lately. How, that's how Corona hit me. Yeah. Um, but check it out. I saved this for the grand reveal. If you're ever wondering what's clogging, bro, <laughs> I was I saw so I saw this sitting on the table, and it's this black card that looks like it's got a giant, like 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 an actual giant's booger sitting on it. Yeah. It's massive. It's, it's the size of like sure. a, a a silver dollar, and it's just like a yellowish orange brown. It's not, it's not dark though. That's no, like, no, that's no, terps, no, bro. no. That's, like, that's like this was if this right was in there. a jar. Like this would probably be like a mid shelf concentrate. Like it would look like it yeah, would, would appear like like a, like a mid shelf concentrate. No, I mean there's there's good stuff, you know, and that that's a big part of dabbing that I think is really underutilized is the fact that when you are dabbing and you're pulling in that excess oil into your rig, you know, that reclaim, so to speak, um, a lot of it's still super viable. Mm -hmm. You know, it's been heated up. So if anything, it's fully activated. Yeah, and a lot of people use it for edibles and things. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or you can just smoke it again once you, you let the water it. evaporate. If you, you want it you crazy, can just eat it. You can put that in a capsule, and it's fully activated. And it's actually at that point, it's it's a mix of multiple different concentrates too. So it's going to be a full spectrum. Uh, you're gonna have a lot of different turf profiles. I'm I mean, it's sure gonna be it's gonna be quality actually, because you only put quality through as well. So th- that's a big thing. You know, like if you're smoking a bunch of you know, and then junk. we probably want to note that I that that I separated right there. I only used hot water on. You'd treat it a little differently if it's the stuff that came out with the alcohol. Just Absolutely. to be clear, the yeah, alcohol yeah, yeah. was used after I preserved this mess. Yeah, yeah. yeah just uh, I'm not saying you can't smoke it, but you just gotta like wait. You'd have to purge it. You'd have to, would you have to have a vacuum purger? I mean, at that point, I mean, yeah, if you had a vacuum oven, absolutely. I mean, you could let it sit out and a lot of it would evaporate off. It would just take a long time in order for that to accomplish. But 
what you did and what you know, I would highly recommend to people is you just just heat it up a little bit. You know, run it under some really hot water. Uh, if you're if you're crazy, you can take your torch and you can, <laughs> especially if it, if it goes to one point. Like you know, if you have one of those ones where the bucket comes down and then it goes down to down stem and then hits a ninety degree before it yeah. goes into the bowl piece. A lot of times it collects right there at that ninety degree turn, and you just get a big pile. And then it's really easy. You just take your torch, you hit, you zap it for like five six seconds with the torch it gets it gets a uh, uh, viscous and then you can just like a teapot pour pour it right out and just pour it onto a piece of parchment pour it onto a silicon mat or like you did pour it onto a little card like that and yeah, then you can just collect the first it. thing i saw that i wouldn't mind ruining but yeah, yeah i'm just gonna it, let uh the water evaporate out and check in with it in a couple days and then just i don't know i don't know what i'm gonna do with it yeah yeah so so why don't you explain to people uh, how, how you did it I mean, I literally, I didn't even know this was, because my, my bong is like, or my rig, excuse me, is like the downstem separate. So usually you just clean the downstem and that's the part where the slugs are. And then you just kind of just clean the water and rinse off the walls of the insides with alcohol or whatever. And it's usually not challenged, but this was actually in the main body and it's you know right it's, right it's in the glass. It's, it's opaque. So, and it's like a sem, there's semi-translucent sections, but not in like any major way, but so I was surprised to see this thing just start to fly out of the freaking uh, joint. So I was just like, literally in midair as it was falling out, I moved it and had to find something to dump it on, and that's the one I came to. I'm like, okay, because it was this huge heaving glob. I didn't have any intentions, but I'm like, I can't waste this. This is like a nice semi like golden yeah. brown kind of graham cracker color. I'm like. This is not Garbo. Most people's reclaim is black, you know, yeah. like RSO or whatever. But, you know, we smoke loud over here, so even our garbage is worth something. Plus, you, you're taking all low-temp dabs, so you're never burning it to the point where you're darkening the oil. So if and anything, really I'm com just combusting it. Touching you know? it to that activation line. Right. And you're basically just, you know, that reclaim is just getting sucked through through the stem, you know, as you're taking the hit. Yeah. You know, it's nothing like... That's why I'm like, I even think maybe assuming it's activated, just hour height is a little bit of a reach, even if it's like low temp and sucked through, like some of that's probably still just raw, you know? Yeah, no, it probably is for sure. Especially those super low temp ones where you don't even really get a hit because it's, it's too low and you're just sucking a bunch of like the actual oil and terps like right in, in. Yeah, exactly. It's like, it's still the same. It's yeah. un, uncombusted and ready to go. Well, yeah. anyway, I, that, this is interesting. I like it. I like you. You've thrown us a little, little experiment today. Yeah, I just wanted to surprise you because surprising you is a hard thing to do. So I wanted to just pull that out. I used to have a buddy uh, back in the day, allegedly, who <laughs> made these. Uh, <laughs> he used to make make the strongest edibles, and he would use as his base material the reclaim from his vaporizer. Mm. And so it wasn't getting combusted, but it was getting heated to the point where it was getting fully activated. So you really, and like I said, you're, you're combining multiple strains together over and over again. So it's this really full spectrum concentrate, and it would just, bro, it, it, it was it was real good. Speaking of Real concentrate, good. why don't you concentrate on that aroma right there? Ooh, this is very nice. So, uh, <laughs> Mr. Bonglegs just handed me this uh, really nice jar of kind of like a crumbly texture, I would call it, uh, a hash concentrate. Um, this is a, soft, a, a hydrocarbon, so it's still like a nice golden, yellowy, orange, no like kind of green, lighter color, um, and it smells... Doesn't that wonderful, smell foul? man. Nah, I mean, you, you say foul, I say wonderful. In like a good <laughs> it's, way. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, yeah. Liking how gasoline is, uh, it, 
technically, I guess, a noxious smell. Yeah, but it's you like, know, it's I a, love skunk. Really, but I don't really like going it. out and smelling skunks. No, no, you I know, don't it's like stinky Spray cheese. Me. It's that stinky cheese wave where it's so bad it's good. No, I really like this a lot. And there's just videos of Bigfoot playing in the background. That's crazy. It's really so. I see. I see. It says on here, motor breath. It really got the <laughs> um, the motor aspect of, of the yeah, motor breath. Yeah, it really breath. smells like someone's yeah. motor. Yeah, no, it's it doesn't it, it doesn't have like kind of any of the lemamine or limonene like those citrus notes at all. It's really kind of earthy. You should, try and, it. you should probably try it. You know, I probably should try it. <laughs> that's <laughs> that's have, absolutely. Have at it. And we were just talking Young about Stewart. Oh, bro, and you, we were just talking about how clean this this piece is as well. I know, this you're gonna get the mint one. So you know, here, know. just a little, you know. What did I do in life to deserve this? What a Sunday! I don't know. It's what it's what you've been working for this whole time. Congratulations! <laughs> this is the top. We I ha- do I do like this piece <laughs> a lot. We had well. a gift bag. <laughs> well, this was my first rig from uh, enough glass in California. I have three yeah. now, and it's funny because, you know, it's funny about social media. Uh, what I think is the best thing about it for me at this point is it how it just kind of dates yourself to you. It's like you probably don't need to go hotter than that. <laughs> No, I know. I'm gonna just. Right. Are you going? You hot and you go all you, the way down. You, you, You're you know, you know how you know I'm a little different. You know, I, oh, I do it the man. old school way, bro. I had that. I should have gone first. <laughs> hey, I'll make sure it's still clean. All for right, you. we'll see. I have my faith. I'm still not gonna do it oh, hot. Oh man, I love when people out of town come and just ruin your fucking bangers. I'm not saying that to oh, you. Oh come on, bro. I my... did not. Yeah, yeah. No, no I, I hate that too. I'm just saying that. it's so funny. Like uh, I had someone get offended when I brought that up to them once, and I like pointed how black my banger was and i'm like you guys did this <laughs> like and, and the funny thing is everyone has this like ego about dabbing like no 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 i know what to do it's like everyone's so embarrassed to be like you know i could use some help navigating this particular contraption you know so it's just like it's crazy like if you don't know what the fuck you're doing it's, it's, you know i don't know people just like to burn themselves and they're getting high off heat but i'm getting all sidetracked man i'm old and i'm high well, it's also preference, you know, because it's not, there's not one format for it. And there's also not one format of concentrates either. So I, I like to dab multiple ways depending upon the concentrate. What's up with that? What are you feeling? How's that making you feel? You're proud to be an American. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm really liking that a lot. Yeah. And see, that's kind of like what I like to do. I like to heat up a little bit so you get a tiny bit more smoke and a tiny bit more of those uh, uh, kind of com- I was going to say combustion, but vaporization elements, but still not dark. It still remains a nice puddle with like an amber glow to it. I know so, much of your dry heresy. <laughs> well, okay. Well, we'll, we'll, we'll have a dry dab, no, a dab show where we go into it. No. I will spare the audience the <laughs> that argument for another episode. Because <laughs> we have way too well, many good, delicious even, dabs in front of us today. What are talking about? I don't remember. I had a point. I was I was really building up to something, but I, I got sidetracked already. <laughs> Why don't you tell me about well, we, what else we, we got in front of us? We smoked that joint of dopey dough, and that's what got messed up. That's messed up. We got the. That's where we're on a gas wave right now. We got the dopey dough grease monkey. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that. That was, that was really tasty. So actually, in the dab though, some of those other notes, some of those kind of more zesty notes came out. It wasn't as earthy in the dab as the smell. Which I really like. It really kind of unlocked that that turp profile. All right, you're up. All right, I'm gonna be busy so you gotta entertain right. these fine <laughs> folks. 
Tell us about something. <laughs> he's, he's, he's scooping it up. Uh, I, I really like this rig as well. This is this is one of one of my favorite dab rigs. Lazarus. So, yeah, he's got this uh, pur like kind of a, a light purple and then like a with lavender? like yeah yeah I guess la like a light a lavender. Yeah yeah either one of those I think with these like bands and accents of this almost reptilian kind of scale like. Uh, glass pattern with these dark blues and these light blues and then this awesome t-rex head it's badass i really like that i like the t-rex thing man because they're bad motherfuckers but they have ridiculous arms <laughs> <laughs> it, just, it seems fair like i feel like that's nature being yeah. super fair yeah, yeah. they gotta exactly. bend over to do anything like they have a tough life man no one ever looks at the t-rex thinking about you know but at the same time they're, they're the the king of the jungle so yeah, it's a, it's a trade off. It's definitely a trade off. See me, I don't even want to see the vapor for like the first four times I apply heat. I know you just like to sip off those derps. I don't dab, man. I terp sip. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. See, I I like the cannabinoids, man. I want to get a little bit more of those. Oh, I want to get them up in my that. lungs, and uh, I think that's part of the of the appeal for me, but also for for hydrocarbon. And I think because because in that in that hydrocarbon. I think some of those terps are still, especially when it's in that like waxy form, are still kind of locked in there. That actually giving it some heat, where it separates those molecules out, and you're you're getting more uh, more vaporization. For me, you get a little more flavor, but you can't burn it. That's a thing. You can't just be straight like hot dabbing and going crazy, unless that's your style. I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I like a hot dab sometimes. Like if I don't have the opportunity to sit around and take multiple dabs and and do it at at a, at a lower temp, or if it's something like a diamond, you know, sometimes I just like to combust and go hot and just take. Well, Straight diamonds to have to be hot but what if i submitted to you that also that my main conflict with dabbing originally aside from it just looking like freebasing drugs was that it deprived smoking of like the ritual and the time and like you know that whole experience because it was over in two seconds you know it's so, like if you low temp and terp sip as i call it you don't know sure you now have an experience again absolutely Absolutely. Yeah, I'm just, I'm a degenerate. I just need to smoke all the time. Sometimes <laughs> time does not allow for the ritual. He's like, give me, baby needs it. I, actually, I think travel is one of those, those instances, you know, when I'm traveling for work or whatever. And, um, you know, the things like, like the Puffco. Are you still, I was going to say, he's still Puffco peeking? Yeah, man. That, that peak comes handy, especially with the dabs. It's so much more like concentrated and consolidated <laughs> in a form to be able to take with you. And then <laughs> he, he, he peaks with Puffco and I peaked him high school <laughs> <laughs> and it saves you those expensive hotel bills because i can tell you you know three or four hits uh, off the peak uh, oh is God. a lot less smoke and a lot less smell than smoking a joint in a hotel room <laughs> so it's uh it saved me quite a few times fun uh, fact you can only smoke joints in a hotel room. so what'd you think about what'd you think about that it's cool man it's just like man i have a lot of experience with motor breath and it's just like it hits the notes you know but uh, my ears are uh, stretching, if that's like an answer. Like a hot warmth okay. is like stretching out my ears. Like, I feel like I can hear better. Interesting. So if like a headband you know, gives you like, like a... Do you ever feel like weed affects your ears? Uh, because <coughs> yes and no. Yes and no. Like <coughs> sometimes in dabs particular, especially mm. if you're taking like a little more of that hot style dab, and it like hits you so hard and you almost get like... Uh, like a circulatory, like you're all like vascular, like release, so, and you get the dab sweats, and my you ears get, get from flower too, though. my ears get red 
Do you get times. it from flour though? Ever? Um, well, anyway, Not I was thinking much. that's why people call weed loud. Because then when your weed's that good, then you physically like <laughs> hear your weed. I don't know. It's just something I think about sometimes when I'm high. So anyway, that's I thought it. I thought it was because it was so pungent and smelly that you got people's attention. I mean, that too. Like it was noisy. That too, but also like, <laughs> I, that's why I thought about like the secondary level of it. Like why it was definitely loud. It's because like sometimes it's so good you can hear it. Or know. when you open up that bag and you take a smell, just you just deep, gotta deep thoughts. That you let no out a yell. No one is willing to pay me for, so we'll move on. Uh, yeah. So we have this. Uh, fuck was that? That was my dosi dough mix from a while ago, but we're gonna sh- shift over here. All right. All right. I like how the chirps are separating on this one. Got that oh, greasy, yeah. oily layer up on top. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, I've had that jar for a minute, and um. What would the format look like originally when you got it? Was it more like uh, oh, saucy? Uh, it was. It was super. Like it was had a nice thick juice to it, so that's why I picked that one. Yeah. Um. But yeah, it was just you know I the kind of the clumpy stuff you've come to expect. It just kind of you know had that extra layer of, oomph. and I saw the pockets of terps deep down in it, like because it was still pretty fresh and bricked together. So like you know not everything had surfaced yet, and it was cold, so it was all kind of locked in place. And I saw these dark pockets, mm-hmm. and a lot of people. Oh, I don't like dark depths, but you know what, man? Terps are often dark, and if you see that, I'm a terp hunter, so that's what I go for. And then, and sure enough, it all stuff like that. There's probably about three times as much just sitting on the surface, and I scraped under it and made little landscapes and took pictures of my own little terp islands and stuff. It was cool. Nice, nice. That's awesome, and it, you're you're exactly right. I mean, those those terps, especially, um, I find like the ones like that strain, you know, like the more gassy rubbery skunky terps are typically darker especially in hydrocarbon extraction and then it's like the citrusy lemamine limamine uh terps that are more orange yellow clear so most strains it seems on that terp profile have a tendency to be kind of on the darker side but it doesn't mean they're bad by any means it's just the tendency of that terp this is a Sunday driver mix. Oh, nice. So Sunday driver mix is the same Sunday driver that we have some flour of right here in front of us as well? Yeah. Oh, nice. Uh, interesting point. Yeah, this is a low temper, man. I'm saying you go too high, you're missing all these wonderful levels. I mean, you do and you don't. Like, I think that we should put a temp gun on it because I would say that our temps aren't <laughs> that far mean? off. Because you keep on hitting it, whereas I just go at once and then I t- I'd use the feel of the hand and then I drop. So it's kind of a you were approaching it from just different angles. But I would say that I would say that we're closer. I'd say we're closer than you than you think. I bet you. I bet you you're off of me by like at least 120 degrees. No way. No yeah. way. Uh uh-uh. uh. No, I would say it's like 30 or 40 degrees, especially uh-huh. once at once you say in the middle of that of that that hit. Profile. I don't know. When I see you dab, I make kids cover their eyes. <laughs> 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 I mean, it, it can be savage sometimes. Come on. <laughs> but we were, we're not dry hot dabbing today. That's for <coughs> nah. a different episode. Is it? <laughs> My funeral episode? Yeah. That's when we <coughs> try to kill Blake. The kitten me right now. The turps are like a raging wolf inside me. Do you mind if I check out this Sunday driver? You can do whatever you want. You are a free man ever since in 2006. 
allegedly. <laughs> well, we have the blanketing allegedly now. Hey, hey, I don't trust it. We're immune. Oh, this is nice as well. Kind of a, a similar format, maybe a little bit more mm, jello-y. That's a, <laughs> jello-y. Like it's not sauce. I mean, it's definitely a solid, t- a solid uh, mass within this jar. But same like light colorization, orange yellows, uh, more of a paste, I'd say, almost like a like a frozen applesauce. And I think, it, and that. Yeah, that's that's a lot of interesting. Whereas the other one kind of buttered up a little bit more, you know, it had it still has a little bit more lipids in well, it, that's so the it's other a one little bit more solid. Yeah, to a phrase. Or the, the first one, the motor breath. Yeah, I should say. Here. Fucking yeah, man. Um, that was really good. Nice. Let me try this one as well. Have at Actually, it. I'm gonna have at it, you scoundrel. That's what people that are sword fighting say. Man, I'm just glad you let me even use this rig. You know how clumsy I am. Uh, don't even talk about it. Why would you put that in the universe? I don't. No, you know, see how good I'm being today. I'm transferring from I, Matt to Matt. Well, there's three it's, in uh, front of you. It's not like I gave you an option. I know you did. You, you got to. You'd have to work really the, hard. Give us the whole surface in front of me with us. What is it that old people Matt. say? You'd have you have to get pretty early in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, usually I have a huge mat that covers the whole table, but I've just been I've been busy been sleeping like a weirdo so it's just like i don't know dude i'm like in this thing where i i feel like i had narcolepsy the other day because i'm kind of just like working when i wake up and sleeping when i'm tired <laughs> but i like i went to bed at like seven o'clock or something or six or not yeah something like that like just totally old man time 6 p.m sure yeah i gotcha. think so 6 p.m so d- describe a little bit on this the sleep schedule that you're on right now because you, you mentioned this to me before but well i want to get the update <laughs> Uh, you know, uh, you know, knock on wood for my best efforts, but uh, I've sort of escaped the snare of the nine to five. So I kind of just have to fulfill my contractual obligations, and everything works. So and kind of a lot of people right now, uh, sorry to interrupt, are kind of in that same situation, especially with COVID and Corona and the quarantine and remote sure. work, and uh, a lot of nine to fives have been thrown off. Yeah, but I just. It's not even a nine to five without Corona. Like, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, my friend. No, no. I was just saying. I think it, I think your story is applicable to a lot of people right now, uh, who may who may be kind of in a similar situation. Uh, so yeah. it's just really interesting that you know that nine to five uh, shapes our life so much. You know that work schedule, but yeah. it doesn't really have to. No, it doesn't. Yeah. But, but anyway, in the sleep cases is the biggest one, right? Because people wake up to go to work, and then they get home, yeah, and then they saying, go to sleep, I, I and then they just wake up to go do, to work. I do whatever I want as long as, as long as the work gets done. That's pretty much the moral of the story, I guess. But, uh, yeah, man, so... Sorry to divert. Uh, the sleep schedule, my yeah, bad. Um, I just, I don't know, I'm just fucking, you know, waking up when I need to. Uh, yeah, you don't need to crank it too high, or else that's like you need to, yeah. Gotcha. All right, this guy, this guy's telling telling me he's expert over here. <laughs> he's about to blow his hand off, like a, like a Charlie Brown cartoon gone wrong. Anyway, did, did, Charlie Brown never did that. Charlie Brown never played with firecrackers. Charlie Brown, what? I mean, you're talking about the ultimate pirate over here, my friend. Who? Me. I would have lost a finger a long time ago. About, but yeah. All right. Well, anyway, sleeping, man. Um. Sleeping, I don't know. It's just I wake up, so I'm pretty much just like I woke up at like 3 a.m. 
Which is like fucking, but I didn't remember falling asleep. So I felt like I had narcolepsy. And it was just like, it's kind of rad because it happens a few times a week. And I'm just kind of like, I'm like, all right, fuck it. Yeah, so you kind of just like go with the flow, right? Yeah. So you're saying you just kind of like you sleep when you want to sleep, wake so up like, when you want to like, sleep, like, get your work done. Like, I mean, that's pretty cool. Like kind of riding the waves. I remember I carry, you know, be like, listen to your body. You know, that's <laughs> what I'm doing, man. So, so you um, went to bed at like six and you woke up at like three. Yeah, that's fucking far out. I felt like I time traveled. It's kind of cool. It's cool as fuck. Yeah. It's always a weird sensation, though, like waking up at night. I like working at night. Yeah. I think it's like, it's nice you're unhindered by the world around you. It's a cool time to be out. Like, nobody's out at like 3 30, 4 o'clock in the morning. The streets are empty. Like, it's silent. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Yeah, but anyway, it's all good. So, I've been blessed with opportunities that allow me to kind of figure out what I'm doing and just kind of go with the flow, you know? So, that's super nice. But. I still live like a weird kind of like isolate. I just kind of do me all the time. So it's cool because I'm just so not minimally affected. And, you know, shout out to anyone who is still pretty majorly displaced from whatever's going on. But, you know. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I, I, but, I, I you found know, myself lucky, I guess. Yeah. No, I, I agree. Definitely. I feel very blessed. You know, I think the silver, some one of the silver linings in, in everything is, though, if you know, you are one of these individuals that, you know, you don't have to go to nine to five anymore. Maybe it allows you to do more creative things with your life like that, you know, because, well, uh, I think you have to just, figure there are some cool opportunities out there that have been created from it. You just have to figure out side hustles now. Like, um, I think that's just how the world is. Like nobody, you're not going to win if you just are doing something. It's not, you know, it, things have changed so much even since 20 years ago where you can't just like, work 40 hours somewhere <coughs> and live like an effective yes yeah, that loud oh yeah that's good man that loud that'll stretch your stretch your insides <laughs> that sounds terrible. <laughs> <laughs> i think uh you know not to get too like economics but like you know it's just with inflation and how things are and just you know turnover just in general across all industries kind of been up since you know the, you know it's just technological explosion so it's just kind of like you know there's less and less out there so i think everyone's going to find themselves working a little bit here a little bit there more and more in the future and finding less of uh you know their salvation at like one oasis you got to find a few different places to drink and you know figure out what you're going on you know so you got to be creative now is the time to be creative you can make money doing anything you know don't tell yourself no and just be smart about it I mean, I think that, that that's what life's all about in, in multiple different things, having that redundancy, that backup, that plan B. You know, it's, it's, it's crucial. Um, I, I'm, I'm a big, big proponent of people working for themselves. You know, even if it's, like you said, it's a side hustle. Maybe you have that nine to five or that normal 40-hour-a-week job that, you know, pays the bills, but then you got some extra time and you can make your hobby into that thing that, that, that's your passion. Yeah. I've, I've never had a nine to five, never. I started never, my, my, my first company when I was 18, and I've, I've worked jobs, I've worked jobs, but I've never worked an actual nine to five. It, and I've just strung together the, the different companies, the hustles, let them evolve over the years. <laughs> Does that and even mean? now, I, I've like, I have like 10 different, different, different avenues, different companies. And, and, and that's what you have to do. I, I read something a long time ago that said, the average millionaire has an average of six streams of revenue. Uh, because you need to have your plan B and your plan C and, and have all those things then work together to get that bigger final payout. So I guess my real question is, 
Do you miss out on a lot of like 80s music where they're like, working the nine to five, and you're just like, shit. I, I really can't relate to this. Like the song. show The Office is lost on me. Ah, oh, that's, that's unfortunate. You know, sometimes offices are cool. I had a lot of weird situations uh, with offices. Uh, <laughs> all right, fuck it. <laughs> well, story time story time okay nice. we need allegedly perfect oh well, my. i just took this oh delicious dab of the sunday this driver is, so i can a, sit back and relax this, and enjoy this one this is a bad one all right here we go oh, allegedly to all of this so a long time ago in a land not so far away there was this uh place i worked and we had an office, and I was kind of in a student kind of working relationship. Kind of, I had to kind of go to school and get a license for what I was doing. But you know, kind of leading into that, these people were helping me, you know, kind of figure out what that was. But it's just kind of like I was just going with the flow, man. I didn't want to do it, you know. It was just something to do. It sounded good, and it made everyone in my life kind of shut up. So I was just like, okay, good enough. So, uh, so I was going to be an insurance salesman. That sounds really fun. Oh, yeah. So you could tell <laughs> I was really sad. just passionate about what I was doing. Um, so what happened was I had a key to this office. And I just ended up hanging out there all the time. Like, just all the time. It was a gas station open 24 hours right next door. I would just be, like, trying to read textbooks, post up in my car, and, like, chain-smoking blunts. <laughs> and just hanging out at the office. Just hanging out at the office. <laughs> and it was cool. I hung out there. Um, but then... <laughs> then what happened was the girl it was all like i kind of got roped into it because there was this girl that liked me and i didn't i was pretty clear that i wasn't really interested uh but you know she kind of like got me this job to like with her family or whatever to like kind of you know grease the or, you know like it, it, it beef up the lure or whatever <laughs> increase the value uh, I just hoping I'd fit it in you know leave a puzzle piece on a pile long enough it'll fit into something um so yeah so long story short she figured out uh one day when I called in to work that uh I couldn't come to work because my actual girlfriend's dad had died so I had to like stay with her and all that and so then uh things went downhill pretty Ooh. quick I lost a lot of my insurance at that job <laughs> so yeah that was pretty short-lived uh I don't know what to say you know but that was pretty funny for me oh I forgot why it was terrible I forgot to mention that one time I allegedly brought that <laughs> brought that girlfriend there. Oh, oh, to to that job, to the office when you're hanging out. Yeah, at night time, and I allegedly, totally, just like smashed on and all, all the the desks. Combining some business with some pleasure, buddy. Uh huh. And there's a guy that like looked over the place that lived upstairs. And at one point, like he came and looked in the windows and shit. And I was just like, woo! It's like, bro, it's crazy though. I you spent a lot of time with that office. As I was saying, as a, you know, I was, I was a wild youngin. That's fun though. Anyway, so that was well, and, and 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 funny. That's not not the reason <laughs> that you lost the job. <laughs> that's not the reason. I lost or you were the technically job. not. That's not. actually the first time I've ever brought it up. But uh, yeah, it's a it's an interesting story there. That's funny. That's funny. Yeah. Do, do you have any stories for us? You know, actually, one one of my favorite jobs. Uh, I got fired as well, just because I liked hanging out and, and chilling there. 
when I was 17, uh, this is going to date me a little bit, but I worked at a Blockbuster, and it had just opened up, and there wasn't a lot of people that like went in there and knew about it. And my buddy, who was a year older than me, he was the assistant manager, like the night manager. So he got me the job, and then essentially it was just me and him on the schedule, and like nobody really came in, like rarely. Like yeah, like one or two people coming in an hour. So all we did was watch movies. And then we ended up just eating like all the candy and the, like it started off like one bag here that like we'd go out and smoke and we'd come back in and we'd watch these movies be like, oh dude, they'll, they'll not notice if we just take, you know, one bag M&Ms. So <laughs> one bag became two, became, we ended up, like he got called in and we, we had eaten like $450 worth of snacks over the course of like two months just watching movies and chilling at Blockbuster. And, uh, and we both got canned and they, they like docked our pay and like took, took it that all out and shit. But at the time, it was the best job in the world. Speaking of that much candy, dude, I got trapped on Amazon and I don't know why. I've listened to enough stand-up comedians talk about this to be like, I realized like, oh my God, you can just order food on Amazon. Like, you can just have that taken care of. Like, you don't even have to go to the store. Oh, yeah. And so I started looking at, like, ridiculous bulk deals on things. Like, I started, like, I started becoming emotionally invested in, like, the economy of, like, Hostess cupcakes. And, like, I just started, like, and their, their, their reach is so vast. I just started remembering all these weird things that I missed from, like, childhood. Like, have you ever had, like, this, this candy from Singapore called, like, White Rabbits? No. They're like these creamy little chewy things that come wrapped in white rice paper. But they're so freaking good. Really? Man. And you eat, eat the rice paper? Yeah, you just... Yeah, uh, yeah, you yeah. Just those are good. I like those kind of candies. Delicious. I don't know if I had the white, white rabbits, uh, but those are good. Like the rice paper candies. I used to crush those, dude. Yeah. So I totally ordered... I think I ordered like four pounds of white rabbits. Dude, that's a great part by Amazon. Everything's on there these days. I know. Yeah. But you can buy ridiculous amounts. And all the resellers and, like you said, the microeconomies that happen from it. Like, you could literally, like, well, your job, if you want, you could go out there and just find good deals. Like, like go and buy the 10 boxes of Hostess cupcakes that are on sale and go and put those on Amazon and resell them to somebody in somewhere else who is looking for those and can't get them and wants them to ship, just, ship to their house. And just, that could be your whole whole thing, just flipping Hostess. I ordered a case of Hostess cupcakes. <laughs> I ordered, you know, cowtails. Have you ever had cowtails? Yeah, yeah. For I was sure. like, I really found myself missing cowtails, so I ordered way too many cowtails. So I got a little carry. I got some aloe beverages. Got, I think I ordered a case of you. I don't know. It was really late. If I'm not saying I regret it, I'm just saying I should make that decision at like 3 p.m. and not 3 a.m. Oh, oh, it, it makes know? it more, like, like going to the store hungry is is a terrible decision. Shopping for food online at 3 a.m. in the morning is the worst possible. Like, it doesn't get I'm any. Just any no, as fuck. It's, and it's just not clicking a, that button, so much easier. I yes, did, I'll take one of those. I need a yes, new sure. word. I don't have nights or mornings. <laughs> I just have uh, mornings. You know? I, I need to come up with a term for that. How do you count days? Are you, you still know, on a calendar? Is it, is it, I, st- I, <laughs> is it still solar you know, days? I, I kind of have it under control. Uh, but, you know, you'll remember that text I sent you on Tuesday uh, telling you that I might be late for our meeting. On- oh, right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Off. Never mind. Uh, it's not even. I'm, I'm good. I'm apolog- apologizing too early is better than apologizing too late, I suppose. True, um, true. Cool. Man. Nice, man. Well, what are we going to smoke next? I don't know, man. This is starting to sink into me. Um, well, the Gushers is next. The Gushers. I'm gonna take. I'm taking this as the yeah. one with the big G on it. That's right. All right. G's only. It's only open like 
if like a guy that wasn't gangster came in and tried to open that, it'd be like it wouldn't open. It's like Excalibur, so Ooh. it's a test. Ooh. Well, I mean, it's it's worth it. Uh, it's nice. This one is. Uh, it looks like a very similar consistency to that first one we smoked. A little bit more uh, solidified, but still like a pasty. <laughs> buttery substance it looks delicious like just That's how people describe me a pasty buttery substance put it on some toast toasted and posted that's delicious right. that's right yeah which one's been your favorite so far uh i think i like the sunday driver sunday so far driver. better than the motor breath but the motor breath was oh. really good too i mean i can't hmm. can't complain i'm not hitting on either one of those yeah i They're am both pretty, I'm super tough. angry right now i can barely control it I know you should see yourself. I'm boiling. Well, I think I have enough weed here for another joint too. With so I might just do something with that. I got this hash rock here too, but I think that can just stay over there. It's in quarantine. But yeah, is uh anything exciting that you've smoked lately, man? Is there anything uh something on your mind about like you know something you're excited to try? Something you got? going on you could be my guest today you know like what's oh, new yeah. what's new with you checking in doppler seven yeah uh actually uh you know i, I usually am a one-trick pony and uh just promoting the house the hoc but uh, uh i, I smoke some you promote drypool.com more vigilantly <laughs> <laughs> okay yeah you're right that is my main pony in the race that's your boy right there my son, uh, he ain't much, but he's all I got. <laughs> since we're uh, since we're talking about dabs today, um, I did smoke some really, 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 really good uh, Fire Bros. They have uh, their Hogs Breath. Mm -hmm. Ooh, dude, really, really good. Uh, kind of Hogs Breath. Kind of similar profile to like that Motor Breath over there. So it's just probably a Motor Breath evolution, or I don't know the, the it didn't say what the genetics were on the package, and I haven't grown the Hog's Breath, uh, so I'm not I'm not exactly sure what it is. But from a concentrate standpoint, it was very similar profile to, to that one. Um, similar kind of like uh, mixed up kind of applesaucey type type texture. Smoked really good. Not huge clouds or anything, but uh, good hit overall. Very smooth. Terpy, you know, you get like that. Those like that that solid terp hit in the back of the nose. Uh, I really liked it a lot, man. A shout out to to, to Fire Bros. He crushed it on that one. Fire Bros. Uh, yeah. Nice. But I'm gonna try this uh, this Gushers right now. Yeah, buddy. You do that, man. I'm rolling up this here joint. But anyway, uh, freaking. Earlier, I, I was talking about, I don't get why everyone in rap songs and shit always talks about how good Cali weed is, because every time I'm in California, I find butt sweat. So, uh, I think, like, I actually said then said that I liked Colorado's weed and Washington's weed, and then... What, and then my experience with Colorado is like, man, I got a magazine when we showed up. And we went in there and just picked out a coupon. It said a half o for 60 bucks. Dude, homie came in, 21 ID, 28% LA Confidential, totally turpy, good bud. 60 bucks. So I'm just saying, man, you can't get that deal anywhere in Washington. And that weed was good. 
And so I'm saying, if I can just pick my finger into a magazine and, you know, like, select it like that, like, spin it in a globe, you know, and just find some dank weed like that, like, I give mad props to Colorado, but uh, Washington has way better weed than California, and I don't care. <laughs> Controversy. Do I do I have have the floor for my retort, sir? Well, yeah, I, I think I left room. In that case, you're gonna make me all self conscious. In that man. case, uh, uh, I would say that uh, I don't necessarily disagree with you. I think that all three of those states, there's some really really good growers. I've seen and I've smoked fire in all of them, but I would say that who has the best consistently, I also agree with you, would be Washington. I think I think Washington, just because of the way the system was structured and how you can't be vertically integrated, it bred the most amount of competition, and competition sharpens the sword and makes quality. Uh, it, it has to, because <laughs> only the strong survive. So, Washington, so you agree Washington. Washington, then Colorado, though? No, I would say Washington, <laughs> then California. Oh, no, uh, what? Think, California? Yeah, I would say California second. I, I, I'm glad that, they, that you found some good stuff in Colorado, because there, there is. I mean, I know some, some homies out there that grow some some amazing stuff but here's the thing in colorado a lot of it's vertically integrated so it just depends on where you are and what store you go into what product you're going to get there's not as much widespread brands that are in you know hundreds of stores all around the state and there's consistency there's less consistency in colorado and the other thing is parts of the state are so arid that product just doesn't it's really hard to keep product to stay because those terps just want to go and a lot of people mess the product up in the drying and the curing and the storage phase so there's people that grow grow fire but then they can't bring it to the shelves it's harder in a state like Col in like southern colorado or in nevada uh from, from that factor and we just have a perfect climate up here in washington for, for that as well as in a lot of areas in california plus when we talk about competition california has the ogs man they've been growing so long they have access to some of the best breeders and genetics and there's some people who are crushing it down there like really really crushing it there's a lot of shit because there's just a lot of people but there's there's some people who are who are killing it it's funny though uh, thinking about Washington weed <laughs> and just consistency uh, I was at this I was at the gorge for god knows what a couple of days and we didn't have any pot uh, we ran, we're running low so I did you know <coughs> the lord's work of walking around with a sign because I was pretty much just exhausted and I'm like this is pretty much the amount of effort I need to put in this to make this work so while homies set up camp, I went and I said, I'll go find pot. And so I walked around with Noble a sign. Effort. I just had a notebook and I scribbled across two pages open, like, we need trees. And <laughs> That's great. the funny thing was, I was around a bunch of goddamn hippies. So like at a certain point, everyone was just like, hell yeah, we do. Like, we need trees. Yeah, like a bunch of tree I'm huggers, like, I'm like, not tree smokers. I'm like, shit, dude, I, uh, I, I wrote this all wrong. And then after walking around for long enough, um, these two dudes are just walking around. I'm like, man, I'm trying to find some fucking weed. He's like, oh, we got weed. I'm like, okay, cool. Can you help a brother out? Because I just wanted like a quarter of an ounce, half ounce, right? These dudes, I start walking with them. We just keep walking and walking just through this endless labyrinth of blinding, uh, you know, car tops. Uh, and eventually we slow down. I'm like, Wow. There's this purple ass like Camaro, this Mustang or Camaro. There's this deep purple sparkling with racing stripes, like all custom kitted out. I'm like, man, that car is straight pimping. 
And sure enough, as we walked, we slowed our steps until we came to that car. And out of the trunk of this magical, bright purple like Camaro, he popped over, and this dude just had pounds. <laughs> and so, like, he came ready to oh go. Oh my God. So, this thing, I was like, dude, this weed tasted like straight hash and just like buttery sweet earth. And I, I guarantee you it was so frosty. If we tested it, it probably would have been 33%. And it was like soft. And it was just like, it was so keefy, dude. Uh, one yeah. of my friends was, talks about that weed still to this day. He says it's the best weed we ever found. The best weed out of that purple like, Camaro trunk. Like, fuck the concert, man. At that point, like, our time would have been better spent trying to find those guys again. Um, but that was some magical herb, man. Like if Sounds I, like if one I of those had, fishing if stories. If I had that weed, I could definitely see myself buying a Camaro. Like everything in my life would just start working. It's like kind of like just yes falls man. Into place. That's that puzzle piece. It's like that yes man weed. Yeah, but yeah, I just think about that sometimes. <laughs> Fucking hippies, man. <laughs> yeah, we need trees. I'm like, that's not helping me. <laughs> I'm like, sure. Yeah, we do. That's, that's not the point I'm trying to make. But yeah, uh, <laughs> Speaking of trees, man, this tree that we're smoking right now is amazing. Yeah, I forget. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> it was. I can tell you again what I taste it. It might just be more dosy though, but it might be more muddled than that. I just went with whatever was on the tray in front of me. I just saw the pile. I'm like, that looks like enough. It's very good. I mean, following up that Gushers dab with this. I haven't <coughs> even done the Gushers yet. <coughs> it's excellent. What did you think of the Gushers? I liked it. I liked it a lot. I would put it... Oh, man. Isn't it's Gushers... Like, I still like the... Isn't Gushers Sony like Gelato and Triangle Kush? Is that the genetics on Gushers? I believe so. That's, that's good genetics. Absolutely. I mean, all these are good genetics. Yeah. And delicious as well. <laughs> it magically delicious. <laughs> yeah, this is Docido esque but there's some watermelon gelati mixed in here. Probably. Gotcha. Oh, I hate when I mix my gelatos. First world problem. Hmm. So, dude, uh, I think in California, though, as we were saying, oh, you know, God. there's some good stuff in there. Have you, uh, a lot of what, what we're smoking right here is coming from California. You know, like these genetics wouldn't be here without without that state. Okay, well, they can breed it. I'm just saying they can't grow it. What? <laughs> I don't know, man. You, you, you Being in California sometimes, at the same time, I'm in California, and uh, I we get smoke some weed. Yeah, I'm telling you, there's there's some good there's some good good growers down there. Yeah, uh, I gotta tell you, I've been around. <laughs> All I saw was mids, and the d- disappointment in my face when I looked in the mirror with tears welled in my eyes. I would say that the world in general is a sea of mids oh, with everything. Wow. Damn. But if you excel and you find, and you strive, those diamonds are out there. <laughs> That's fucking far out, man. I can I can dab to that. I can dab to that. Fuck yeah, man. I, I've been uh. What, what was this documentary you were telling me about earlier? Oh man, dude, I was watching this thing last night about uh, the the guy who was the. The Nick Cage played in the movie uh, Lord of War, which is like a, a, a guns arm dealer type. It's like it's a true story. It's it was this fucking guy. His name, out of all things, was Tarzan, and uh, he worked his way up just from like you know street thug kind of guy into the mafia, 
in New York and then moved down to Miami, South Florida, and then got into the the drug game at a much larger level and then started getting these like Colombian connections and doing all this stuff. And then when the Soviet Union fell and all the countries were reforming, he essentially like took that in to get to all the old military stock of inventory. First it was like motorcycles, then, then it was helicopters. It? What is it about Nicolas Cage that makes him so enchanting? I don't know if I can answer that, man. I think it's because I think he's still riding off of... He doesn't have a star quality. No, but I think he's riding off of the wave still. Still, from such classics. like I feel like he's a ghost of yourself. Con Air, Face Off, The Rock... Uh, I mean, he's just got some killer, like, stereotypical '90s <laughs> action good. flicks. Like, well, I've dude, seen those them are all, all. classic. I've seen I would them watch. I'd watch any one of those today, like, and still me, probably enjoy I, it. I have more shirts with Nicolas Cage on it than I care to mention. But my point is, is just, are there any of those movies actually good, or have we all just been hypnotized by the in, un, like the so, impossible to define star quality of Nicolas Cage? Because he's not good. It's just because TBS like constantly played him over and over. We all just got brainwashed. Him. He's just, just horrifying. I don't know, man. I think those He's movies like the stand fourth up. ghost of Christmas. You don't want to see it, but you kind of do too. Yeah. I think those movies stand up, and I think there's a special, at least for me, like a nostalgic quality to them, where they're actually still like setting off explosions and bombs, and it's not like all CG. Uh, there's there's something it's like, like it's, it's like that the, big budget Hollywood film. They just don't do that anymore. Despite how many roles he has, he can only have really one tone. It's like always a strained. Like I feel like he's always kind of has to take a poop. It's yeah. like, Carol, <sighs> you know, like he's always like on this like feral tense moment. Uh, it's pretty great though. Like yeah. uh, I, I watched this movie the other day uh, where he was just hanging out with this chick in a hotel room, and uh, they were smoking weed. They were smoking joints. And uh, have you seen him pretend to be high? What movie was that? Sounds vaguely familiar. I want to say it's like one where he could see the future or some shit. And then the FBI is like, this man can see the future. Take him out. You know? Um, hmm. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, he's with this chick and he's just going, you know, he's doing his. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like sitting in his underwear with this girl. And some, uh, uh, there's an un- I'll just say there's an uncomfortable age difference, whatever that <laughs> age difference is. He's just sitting there looking like a total goon. And I say, uh, you know, if you if you wanted to keep kids off drugs, <laughs> you should have just shown them that. Because no one, that's not cool. <laughs> it's not cool. It's like, look, this is what smoking a joint looks like, portrayed by famous actor Nicolas Cage. You know, and I think uh, you just go straight reefer madness style with it. Oh my God, he's horrible. over the top. But uh, I love him. I think, uh, but but I think a Ghost Rider had so much potential. Oh man, I mean, talk about dude. That was Ooh, my favorite comedy as a kid. Tough. Ghost Rider. Yeah, uh, I think you had some some topless Eva Mendez action in that movie too. You know, I I can't. I, I think I saw it the first time and I couldn't watch it again. Oh, buddy, I've seen it, it a tough. couple times, but it's tough. Yeah, no, it could it could have been it could have been I great. Think I'd rather no, go they, get they totally shots. Spoiled it. <laughs> I think I'd rather go get shots than see that movie again. <laughs> you know what was a weird Nick Cage one? You ever seen uh, Leaving Arizona? Uh, you know, I think perhaps that's one that has escaped me. The baby. It's more of like uh, like a comedy drama. Yeah, it's it's not not bad. It's an older one. You know what this might be? You know how like Superman has Bizarro Superman, where it's like all of his you know negative qualities polarized or whatever. Like he's this opposite. I feel like Nicolas Cage is like the opposite of Christopher Walken. 
like Christopher Walken's like the actual cool, intriguing, weird, dramatic actor, and then like <laughs> Nicolas Cage is just that, but bad. I guess, man. But I mean, people don't take Christopher Walken serious now. I, mean, I think people laugh at Christopher Walken and how uh, uh, exaggerated he is. It's funny. I he, he plays a lot of these. I mean, I'm not gonna spend all my life polishing uh, Nicolas Cage's, uh, you know. Uh, career here but I think uh, you know he's doing a lot of these taken movies like everyone just wants his daughter so yeah. they always just find a way to apprehend his daughter and you know it's just like he, he's not like a tough looking guy like he doesn't look he looks like a guy that he looks like a dad that fights other dads at kids soccer games <laughs> it's like as soon as the orange slices come out and he's like hey your, your son's number 12 you want to fucking come over here? <laughs> yeah, we think about it. That's his, that, <laughs> yeah. that's his core demographic these days. Are the guys who have grown up with him are probably like in their forties now, and that's their only confrontation. So they, maybe they, they it's like a mirror. You know, you see a little reflection in it. <laughs> I think that's what I want to be when I grow up: a dad that fights other dads at elementary school <laughs> soccer games. <laughs> I can see you getting out there, you all know, cr- crazy-haired. A lot, you know, I got a free afternoon, an igloo cooler, and a couple of things that I've bottled up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, how's uh, how's the trajectory looking here? What's the what autopilot about? saying? Oh, uh, what are you talking about? How are you gonna ask me that? <laughs> you're just on, man. I don't know. We got we got laws. You know that Twilight Zone where they uh, went through a cloud, and then they ended up still in New York but it was prehistoric so there was dinosaurs and stuff and then they had to fly back into the storm you oh. know to get back to I got you new New York was it like New York gotcha yeah like King Kong it's, it's dinosaur a fucking good style. episode well I don't think King Kong ever existed like I think <laughs> there was dinosaurs but not necessarily giant gorillas remember the have you seen, I'm sure you've seen the newer King Kong movies where he's in that jungle with Man. T-Rex and stuff running around it's like it's like they say based on a true story <laughs> I like I like things not based by a true I like the phrasing inspired by a true story because like that just anything can inspire you I like true events. You know, I could like I can make a movie about like vampires who have a techno club in the subway and they'll be like inspired by a true story, you know. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's, I like when they say actual events. Actual events. Inspired by actual events. Actual events. I mean anything's a story. What's a sub- what's, what's, a, what's in a li- whoa. Oh, sorry about that, man. So <laughs> That's why you don't you're not supposed to smoke on he's a plane. Says, yeah, he's uh <laughs> It's good. I, was, I didn't want I, that coffee. It was, it was a larger target. I didn't want that coffee anyway. <laughs> well, um, I guess we're reaching our destination now because I got to stop. I gotta, we got to stop and get some new coffee. <laughs> so uh, where am I going to stop? What, I, think, uh, I think we're going to pull off in Guatemala for some Guatemalan roasted beans. I'm in the mood for Guatemala. Sounds delicious. All right. So. Thank you for tuning in to episode five of Cruising Altitude. Check out Toasted and Posted if you want some strain reviews. You can also follow me on Instagram at Daddy Bong Legs. And Matt, you want to talk about? Oh yeah, OldDryBowl.com. Please, folks, it's it, check it out. It's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be all your hopes and dreams wrapped up into one delicious dry bowl. As well as find your <laughs> that he's local in my coffee. <laughs> your local house of cultivar retailer out there 
Always That's waiting. Right, man. They got the new <coughs> uh, resin, uh, rosin, or not, well, they got the live rosin, but they got the BHO from. Uh, we got some Alpen Glow collab coming out very soon of the Tangy Skunk, which is absolutely you know everything the hype is 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 saying you know amazing rocks sauce well, all combined also, into one amazing package. Everyone says it so casually. It's Alpen. Glow, like, glow. Yes. you know, I, I heard that like six times and I just freaking had to look it up. It's mm-hmm. A L P E N, yeah, Alpen Glow. Yeah, yeah I always think like, like it's not Alpen like a top. word, like I don't know, like I, people need to say it so people know what it is. So I feel like I just want to let them know Alpen Glow is the processor. We got what Nate who used yes. to be over at Cold Smoke, right? And it's fire, they're hot, they're the hot boys, they're mixing things up, right. They are they're they're producing some some good stuff, man. I really was very happy with this this collab that came back, especially if you're into the the rocks and you like some diamonds in there. It's super terpy. It's a really really good clean fraction. Smokes amazing. Highly recommend it. I was Hitting supposed stores. to smoke some weed with that guy in Bellingham once, but then I got pulled off that vendor day. I was so pissed. Well, Nate, day. if you listen to this, you're welcome on the show anytime. You can tell us all about the process. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Um, cool. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs> you got a touchdown. But as always, uh, you know, have a wonderful day. And I uh, will check in with you next time.